You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for living a fulfilled life, creating a thriving family, and conquering the challenges of today. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and professionals we trust to help you create the strong marriage you desire and deserve. Visit ArgumentsToIntimacy.com for our next challenge and start strengthening your marriage now. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate. I'm here with my amazing husband and co-host, uh, Tanner, we are taking today to just kind of reflect on just what's going on and where we would like to go. But we would love to hear from you. Uh, if you can hear us and you can see us, we're live on Facebook. Please let us know that that you're here with us and that you can see and hear us. Just drop a drop an emoji or, or a yes, a hands up. And uh, and then let us know where, where you're watching from, where you're listening from. We always enjoy hearing from you and where you are as uh, you join us each time that we do this. So we really do appreciate that you join us each week. As we, as we think about the, the time that we are currently in, what we've recognized and the conversations that we've had with people, it is a very, very challenging time. I think at the beginning of 2020, when we went into this lockdown and this whole COVID season. I don't think anyone expected that it was going to last to where we are today now into 2021, you know, and here we are and it's still ongoing and we're not really sure how this is going to continue to play out. So we have to start to think about how can we take control of what it is that we can do through this situation, because there are parts of this that are just out of our hands and some things that we can actually do and really focus on to just make this a little bit of a of a better season. And so many people we have talked to in our various circles uh, really had like the best year out, out of 2020, even with these challenging times. Many people found their marriages getting stronger and really growing closer to their spouse, having more time with their kids that they weren't having prior to that. Businesses were really succeeding from, from a revenue standpoint. Their businesses were the best in 2020. So there's really a lot of great success that is coming out of all of this, but a lot of people are also struggling and we don't want to dismiss that. And we want to find a way where, you know, Tanner and I can come in and help you move through this. One of the things that we heard, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago with one of our sessions with our therapist is that even with some of the things that might occur through the day that would normally not necessarily get y'all riled up or frazzled mm. is actually getting you riled up and frazzled and, and overwhelmed because emotions are so heightened during this time. Even for like the even keel kind of person, you're still finding yourself maybe getting a little bit anxious and a little bit more emotional about certain things. And you're like, why is this happening? Like what's going on? It's because everyone's emotions are heightened during this time. There's a lot of uncertainty and unknown. And a lot of that uncertainty 
we really don't have control over. So to help balance that out, to help kind of counteract those effects of the uncertainty and the things that we don't really have control over, let's start focusing on the things that we can have control over. And your relationships with the people closest to you, the people you love the most, like that is where you have control. That is where you can take action and say, okay, this is what I'm going to put time and effort into. This is where I'm going to, you know, what I'm going to nurture and be able to grow in a way that you get stronger, you get closer, there's better connection, there's better communication. And when you can focus on those relationships and see how it can deepen, doesn't mean that you're not going to have the the struggles and the trials and, you know, like we still have all this stuff to deal with, right? It doesn't mean that that stuff's going to go away, but when your closest relationships are stronger, it makes it easier. It just somehow makes it easier to get through. No one's going to be excluded from hard times. It's life. Life ain't fair. Life can get hard at times. Like we all got to deal with something and it's different for everyone and different levels of hard for everyone. But when you can really take the time to take care of your closest relationships, the people who matter the most to you, you will find that it is easier to get through those tough times. And so Tanner and I have really taken this past year to nurture the relationships that matter the most to us. And the first one being God, our relationship with God and that uh, direct connection to the divine and how we show up in that relationship, that is first and foremost. Like we have truly grown in that in that aspect and in, in, in that relationship. And then we've also made time for each other. We make sure that our marriage is strong and the things that we're doing to counter all of the other chaos that's going on, right? So that we're strong and that we're connected. And then in turn, that trickles now down to our kids, our extended family, the friends we have, the people we talk to like you on a regular basis and, you know, and, and developing those relationships. So that's sort of our, our premise for today and how we can help you. And we're doing that with something really cool called our arguments to Int intimacy challenge for next week. We've had some, some minor delays in getting this started, but we are officially off and running for, for Monday to be able to really kick this off and have a place, a sacred place, a safe place for you to have things that you can implement to grow and to nurture and to take care of the relationships that matter the most and starting with your marriage. So we're super excited about it. And if you're listening to this on Monday on yeah. the podcast and not live today, uh, it's not too late to join yeah. arguments to intimacy.com. Hit us up there. And if you miss us this time, we'll be sure to notify you the next time. Yeah. You know, one of the things that... Uh, that you mentioned is like there's a lot of external forces mm -hmm. and i was jimmy commented like i was either stressed or deep in thought i was actually uh <laughs> uh googling <laughs> the name of uh of this book which i thought i knew but there's the, there's a concept and there's actually a book about it uh about boiling frogs Mm. Right. And so the analogy is that essentially if you put a frog in a pan 
of water that's on the stove and you gradually heat it, it won't get hot enough for the frog to jump out and eventually the frog will be boiled. And there's a book, the book title on this, if you're really new to this concept and you're like, wait, what? Uh, this is a catchy book title, The Boiling Frog, How Complacency and Ignorance Created Our Leadership Crisis and What We Can Do About It. Not just mm. the problem, but what we can do about it. That was just released last year. So super, super interesting topic because there are a lot of things. And our goal here is not to talk about most of those things <laughs> because we just don't have any control over it. And, and so we can acknowledge what's going on in, you know, politics or other arenas that, like, is, is causing a lot of friction in our society right now, to put it lightly. But the reality is, and what you were saying, it started in 2020, is, like, our environment around us has, quote, unquote, gotten hotter, right? Mm. So if you're the frog in the pan and all of this turmoil and tension that's, quite frankly, outside of you— um, it, it does create the heat, which is what's tying into what you said about like, hey, I'm usually pretty calm, but my cortisol levels are up. Mm -hmm. Like I'm stressed out just because and we don't watch the news. Uh, we check the news. There are days, maybe even weeks where we don't actually check the news. And then we're like, wait a minute. I don't know what's going on out there. Like we, we just we don't like there's there's only so much stuff you can fill your your time and your day and your mind with now. We may fill our mind and our time and our day with other stuff that is also equally unimportant as the the sort of mass news, but we're not filling it with things that are that are fearful and and worsening the situation. Yet we engage with people. We're online. We're in coaching sessions, and inevitably, like um, like everybody's temperature is raised, right? So mm -hmm. I just that visual of sort of the boiling frog, the book. If you really want to dive into it. And then the fact that everything that's going on around us, you know, it, pretty much in the world, definitely here in the U.S., is the the hot water. And so I think where we come from is you got to do something about it. There's a lot of stuff you can't control. What what can you control? What can you do? And figuring out, like, if you focus on that, you will make progress regardless of what happens around you. It's not to say totally stick your head in the sand, but if you're only focused on the obstacles, it's really hard hard to make forward progress in, you know, really any anything, um, whether it be your marriage or in parenting or how you show up as an employee or a business owner. And we're, you know, we're speaking from experience. We we have our own challenges and focuses on on obstacles from time to time, but we don't let that stop us. Yeah, and something that actually helps me to really stay focused on what it is that I really want to be focused on is when I think about that there there is an agenda for all of these other you know groups and platforms and things like that to just suck you in and for you to you know for you to buy into what they're selling like, I don't, I don't want to succumb to that, you know, like I don't. So it actually helps me to stay focused on actually the things that I know are most important because I don't want to just mindlessly be caught into someone else's agenda and, and then get sucked down that path. So when you think of it from that perspective, like people are out to create division. There are people who are out to create fear there are people who are out to make 
you know, their buck in a non-ethical way. And I don't want to have any part of that. So I choose wisely. And you can choose wisely too, right? You can do this as well. You just have to start to be aware of, and, and that's, you know, one of the things that like we come back to, like just having the awareness that, hey, this is something that's just really out there that I like, it's, it's, it's fostering negative energy. So I don't want to go down this path become aware of that and say, okay, how can I switch my attention? And really like, you know, we've, we've said at various times, you know, the depression that's out there is because you're so focused on the past, the past, what's not working. The anxiety that's out there is this fear of the future, fear that this is going to happen, fear of that. So if we can start to rein in and just be like, you know what, I'm going to focus on today, today and what is most important and what I can have my hand in and have an effect on, then the depression and the anxiety start to lessen and you start to, you start to have just more of an, of a, of an even demeanor, you know, through the day and disposition through the day. So, and I had to learn that the hard way, you know, I spent many, many years depressed in and out of this depression. Oh, life's great. Life sucks. Life's great. Life sucks. Life's great. Life sucks. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I have to stop this because I kept focusing on what wasn't working, what I wanted for my life that wasn't there, you know, whatever from the past experiences, I should have done it this way, I should have done it. And I'm not necessarily the person who lives in regret, but I'm like, oh, could have done it differently this way, right? And so I was just so focused on the things of the past that I was missing what was current and what I could take a, a personal effect on at that moment in that day and that current time. And so when I started to put my mind around like, hey, you're focusing on the wrong thing. So you have that awareness and hey, here's something that I can do to start countering that. Cool. Now I'm going to focus on that. That's going to give me a better result. And so again, we come back to that and it's just part of you know our framework and what we help with our you know, clients and what we want to um, approach in our challenge for the, the arguments to intimacy challenge is like, hey, here's some of the things that you can really focus on and start to change the trajectory for your future. We don't have to worry about the future. We we just have to say, OK, here's what I can do uh, now to have the type of future that I'm looking for. And like we could say whatever we want about uh, the future of our country and our world, right? Like we could say whatever we want about that. Like, oh, it's going to, and I, I sometimes catch myself, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, what if this happens? And, you know, and, and my, my kids and blah, 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 whatever. But at the end of the day, I have to come back to like, but here's, here is the present. Here is what I can focus on. I don't know how the future is going to hold, but I know if I do X, Y, and Z, I have a better chance of the type of future I want versus not doing X, Y, and Z and being like, well, it's probably going to suck in the future, right? And, and not do anything about it in the current, uh, current day. Yeah. So thanks to Jimmy for always tuning in and, yeah. and offering some insightful uh, questions and comments. Uh, Jimmy says that he thinks another element is when the effects pit family members against each mm -hmm. other, which is a, a, a real thing, right? right? I mean, I think every... 
family now if you go you know even just a couple of generations how you think how your parents think if your grandparents are still alive like you probably have some different political views and social views and then when you blend that together the thing that we've really become focused on in in our work and and the message that we want to continue to put out there and and everything that we're doing is really what happens when two people come together in a marriage and you bring all of these things from the past. How This is how my family does it. This is how my family does it. Now all of a sudden you've got these other family members and influence and you know there's a, there's a lot of stuff. Like every marriage, we've just become fascinated with the fact like every marriage obviously has the opportunity to fail because you're bringing two people from you know different family systems no matter what those differences are, whether it's like, oh, it's age, you know, we have an age difference. We got a message yesterday from someone who's like, my husband and I are different heritage and, and we've got, you know, 13 years between us. And it's like, okay, those are a couple of differences. Maybe you're on the same page about a lot of other things, but you have a couple of differences. We're on the same page about several things, but we also have a lot of differences. And a lot of those differences come from past and how you were raised. And those differences come from how your parents were raised and how their parents were raised. And so, you know, there, there are these generational ideas and generational actions that I forget where we heard the other day. I want to give credit where credit's due, but I don't remember what we were listening to where they were talking about basically people just let their stuff slide, like the things their family don't want to address mm. just slides on to the next generation. You get to choose. Like you've got to be in a place with your spouse where it's like, hey, we came together. I look this up. I'm reading the Bible. I'm not one to quote scripture, but I'm learning it. But I know that there's a phrase. And in fact, there's like 50 references here uh, as I look up. The, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Like that's so important because a lot of what we see uh, influencing people and impacting people in marriage and relationships is that sort of first order of consequence family right around you, right? The mom, dad, sisters, aunts, uncles, so on and so forth. And so I just, I think that, you know, a marriage is its own entity. And I, I also know that sometimes family can maybe mean well and, and be detrimental to your life and your vision and what you want to accomplish in their meaning well. And, and that's just on you to, like, you've got to decide where that, that line is. And, and there are a lot of challenging situations like that in life. And, and I think, you know, you either, it, from a food perspective, you either pay the farmer or you pay the doctor, right? Like, you either choose to eat healthy and you choose to make good situations or you end up getting sick and paying the doctor. And I think every, like, every aspect of life has, you either choose the hard conversation up front, you choose the you know, to make the tough decision, whatever that is, hey, we're going to distance our, ourselves from these people. Hey, like I'm purposely creating my environment this way or you don't. Right. So you either have that hard conversation of like, I can't I can't continue to be around these people or have them in my life in this capacity or you deal with the consequence of having influence from people in your life that you don't necessarily think is valuable to your life. And and that's like that's a tough one for a lot of people. Kate's very close with her family. I guess I'm somewhat fortunate as I'm seeing the, you know, silver lining and like I'm not really that way with my family. Like I sort of became very rebellious and was like, nope, 
I don't want any of their ideas, yet I find myself still in patterns of things that I clearly picked up, you know, before I was five, six, seven, eight years old of just how my family operated. And so that stuff's affecting you at every level. And then you throw on the fact that we've never dealt, to bring it back to it, we've never dealt with a situation like this where we have you know, this pandemic, yes, I know there's been things happen like this in the past, and there's actually some history there, but we've never had this level of communication, this level of media, this level of sort of hysteria, this level of probably external foreign influence in our information. Like, there is so much information and so much influence that are it's hijacking people's brains, and then that gets processed through them like a filter, and then it affects you. So super, super, super important that right now you get really clear on like, what do I stand for? Who do I want influencing me? Like, what am I gonna do with my life? Because if you don't start to build that framework, and I'm not saying this happens overnight, but when you start to focus on it, and you already know there's some things that I don't want in my life, like you've gotta start to build boundaries. And it's not to push people away or keep people out or be mean, but if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not happy, like it doesn't matter what anybody else around you does. And so you're better off to maybe make somebody a little less happy with you because changing the relationship with them in your life would actually mean you're much happier and you being much happier is more important than anybody else's feelings about you. Because if everybody did their own work, and they focused on how do I create the life that I want and make myself happy, we'd stop putting our, our baggage on everybody else. And we just think now's a time for that. Now's a call for that. If you haven't seen that you cannot rely on really anything external, now's the time to start to, to become very um, focused on your, your inner work and your inner strength. Well, and I, and I want to also point out that, you know, this is a, um, the the past things that come to the present uh it's it's usually on a subconscious level so like don't beat yourself up about it you know don't look at it like oh my gosh what am i doing you know and then like create more anxiety for yourself right like recognize like this is this is something that really does happen on a subconscious level we were all raised a certain way uh mu much of how we are operating me, we meaning you, me, Tanner, you know, like we are operating today goes seven generations back, right? So you're, you're, you're influencing seven generations. So if you're going to make change and you're going to change the trajectory of your future today and now you will have that positive impact for seven generations forward, right? So think of, you know, your kids and your grandkids and, and so on. So, you know, it's worth taking the time to make those positive changes. But again, it's a, it, it, these things happen at a subconscious level. So we're, we're talking about how can we become more aware of what we're doing, that it's coming from some, you know, these past experiences and how can we address it and start to make that shift? And we, you know, again, we, we dive into this with our private clients. We, 
we'll get into this in our challenge and moving forward with the you know other great things that we have coming in 2021, which we're really excited about. So you'll have a way and you'll have a forum to 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 say, okay, I've got some safe space here to start looking at this and talking about it and having you know a coach and and someone who can can kind of help you you know, walk through all of that. And again, why we're creating the challenge is because we want to just start you somewhere to say, hey, here's some steps that can start this process, right? Like you can come with your spouse. If they're really not on board, that's okay. Come without your spouse. Um, maybe invite a friend and do it together with your friend if like the spouses aren't, aren't uh, you know, down to do it. And and join us. Arguments to intimacy.com is how you can join. If you're listening on the podcast Monday, the day the day it starts, like all good. You can still join us. We'll get you in and we'll make sure that you have all the info to to just be a part of the community. And to add to what Tanner was saying earlier is that we we are a communal society being around each other and having community is important that's how we have operated for centuries the fact that we don't have that in person currently or very limited depending on where you live is is it's it's, it's even more essential to find a community that you can come and be a part of and feel like oh, I've got some people who are on the same page as me, who are going through the same things as me, right? Like, like we, that's, I mean, it's partly why we're doing what we do because we're like, hey, we want more people that we can connect with and be able to have relationships and friendships with. And at the same time, be able to just offer what we've learned over the years so that you can be in a better place as well. So we're, we're creating this community because we know it is even more essential than ever to have it, to be in a place where you have other people on the journey with you uh, since we're not able to do that in person. And how, how amazing to, to have those couples and those friends that you can, you can uh, develop, uh, you know, relationships with where there are there is that common ground right we're we're all in we're i mean i hate to say that saying like we're in this together you know but like but we <laughs> but we are right like we are in this together we are experiencing the same stuff different things it may look a little differently depending on how our environment is based on where we live or what's you know what the restrictions and guidelines are um but we are still we're all still dealing with this and we've 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 got to have that community so uh the challenge is the first place to to kick it off and then we'll we'll have some more things coming but we really would love for you to be in that with us like we want to build the friendships with you and we want to be able to to lead you in a way that you can be like okay i got this like i can handle whatever is going to come in 2021 to back to what Jimmy said on, um, you know, he, he raises a good point, which is essentially the reason that we're creating what we're creating. It's very stressful to enter a challenging conversation with others uh, besides my spouse with all the social media influence. And so, yeah, I've been fairly withdrawn from social media the last couple of months just because I feel like I can either get sucked in or I'm out. And I know that there's somewhere in there there's a there's a balance, especially um, you know, being able to connect with people about what we're doing, but I like I don't engage the divisive conversation. Like, you know what you're doing, right? Like, I I just feel 
like you can use social media however however you want and it's like personally for me if i see people that are spewing things that are not solution oriented it's just like I just I remove them from my feed either if I'm like I don't even know this person like we had mutual friends and we're connected like I'm just going to unfriend you and do us both a favor and I know there's a lot of people that are like unfriending their their like real life friends and family members and like you know people that are arguing over a lot of stuff I I don't look at it that way I'm just like let us if if you connected with people on social media and you don't really even know them or hang out with them or talk to them on the phone and and like they just have an agenda that is going to be detrimental to to your agenda like get rid of them you know I, so i'm just like i unfriend i unfollow i whatever maybe i want to stay connected to you but i don't want to see what you're talking about based on how you're talking right now like whatever like we control our environment and so what we want to do and with, we control we control our feed too really correct like, we do if i you mean think about you know the Facebook dilemma. overlords do control the feed if you let it, but you can tune, you can curate what you see on social media, what news reach out, you can curate your environment. And so that's a big goal of what we're doing here is we want to curate an environment and foster the connections of other couples like us who are like, hey, there's a lot of stuff that we could be concerned about and some of it I am and some of it I'm not and some of it I don't even understand but I want to focus my energy on the things that I can control. I want to figure out how to change things. I want to figure out how to get different results in my life. And I want to talk about the word change real quick because most people have an aversion to change, right? Mm -hmm. We've, we've probably already lost a lot of people. We're talking about a challenge and change and you got to change this and blah, 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 blah. And it's not that you're broken or really even that anything is wrong yet time is going to pass by us all. And so the question is, what is it are you doing with that time? What are you focused in your energy on during the time that you have? Most people feel like, well, I don't have time to do anything different. Most people are stuck in sort of ourselves included. We've been there. Like we get stuck in like, well, this is what my day looks like. And this is my routine. And I don't have time to do anything different. Right. And it's like, okay. But if you reel things back and you really audit, like, well, what am I focusing on? Where do I go for those 15 or 30 minutes when I get on my phone or maybe an hour or two hours, right? Like, where do I go for that? And if you're just going whatever your favorite social media app like it's it's designed to keep you there for as long as possible we want to create an environment where people know like hey i'm spending 15 to 30 minutes or maybe an hour a week on uh improving my relationship with myself and with my spouse and with my family here's where i go right and and so uh, that is what we're working on the free challenge is on facebook we love facebook for lots of things but learning and sharing privately which is the other thing that jimmy talked about to like be able to talk about topics where you need to be a little bit vulnerable my marriage my family my you know this challenging thing with maybe a an in-law or my parents or whatever it is all of those things influence your marriage and so we want people to be in an environment that's distraction free from other stuff that's on facebook and ads and all of the other things and know with like, boom, I go here, I'm going to focus on bettering my relationship. Gerard just chimed in here. Change just means bettering yourself. Small steps at first. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
And and Jim Rohn, I was just listening to something from mm. Jim Rohn, and he says all that life asks uh, asks of us is measurable progress and reasonable down to is the time is going to pass. What are you doing with it? And we've just dedicated our lives to figuring out how can we be better humans? How can we be better partners? How can we be better parents? How can we be better leaders? And we like to surround ourselves with other people that are on that same journey and, and that want more of that and know that in that pursuit, we will fall and, and we will be there for each other. And we will also clap for each other and raise each other up because I just don't think that's happening enough in online communities right now. Jim Rohn also says you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So think about who you're really hanging out with and don't be average. Be, you know, be extraordinary in your own right for who you are and surround yourself with people who want to lift you up and see you do well and see you succeed. And, and uh, again, we're creating that community where, uh, that is the environment that we we want and that we want to nurture and and grow as big as we possibly can. So arguments to intimacy is our challenge. We'd love to have you again with your spouse, without uh, share with with uh, friends. If you want to just do it with your friends, you can set the the, the trend and, and be the lead on this and uh, whether you're you're with your spouse or not uh, arguments to intimacy.com is how you can sign up the major requirement somebody commented last night was like hey i'm divorced i'm glad i'm divorced but can i still do this and i was like yo the requirement is that you have a desire to improve your relationship ideally with a significant other and knowing that that really starts with you like it, it's not we're part of enough groups where people are in there you know, hate, hating on the other sex or being confused about, well, why this? Or I can't believe, you know, my wife cheated on me and this, that, and the other thing. Like, um, there's enough other groups on Facebook that, that are having those conversations. Yeah. So the intent is if you want to, to say, hey, maybe my relationship's good. Maybe it's not. Maybe it ended in divorce. Maybe it's on the verge of divorce. Wherever you are in that spectrum, if you're like, you know what, maybe there are some things that I could learn about relationship and how to do this better and enjoy my life and my yeah. marriage or even my you know romantic relationship with, with whoever that is that's in my life right now, that's what we'll be talking about. That's what we'll be focused on. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. We're committed to building strong marriages to create the foundation for living a fulfilled life, creating a thriving family, and conquering the challenges of today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe right now to keep up to date with our weekly episodes. We'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. And visit argumentstointimacy.com for our next challenge and start strengthening your marriage now. Join us next time for more real talk on the one relationship.